Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. This is the podcast for you if you are a woman business owner and you want to grow a purposeful, productive, and profitable business. Now, this particular series that you're coming in on is a bonus series. It's a four-part series that I have done specifically to give you an inside look as to what a mastermind is all about. A mastermind, this concept of a mastermind is so prevalent in the world of entrepreneurship, and yet it's one of the most difficult things to truly explain and to showcase so that you can really know what they're all about and what their true benefits are. Therefore, what I'm presenting to you in this four-part series is an in-depth interview that I did originally on a Facebook Live with participants of the 2017 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. My intention for sharing this series with you is so that you can really get a very intimate and inside look as to what a mastermind experience is truly like straight from the mouths of the participants themselves. Now, you're going to get introduced over this four-part series to four amazing women, Allie Wiesel, Heather Robertson-Devine, Kimberly Bonheim Burbrower, and Tina Conroy. These women have become family to me and to one another, and I'm so excited to be able to share about the power of a mastermind and the value that it can truly have for your business in this year to come through their eyes. And as you listen, if you feel compelled and interested in participating in a mastermind yourself and really receiving the massive benefits that come along with participating in them, then go ahead and fill out the application to be part of the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. You can do that by going to bizwomenrock.com forward slash 2018-masterminds. That link is also in the show notes, so you can easily click to it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so excited to share this series with you. Hello, and welcome to part three of the Inside a Mastermind series. I'm so excited to have you here. I am here... Uh, and the intention for this Inside a Mastermind series is because um, I have realized over the almost decade of facilitating masterminds and being part of a mastermind, it masterminds feel like a secret society. And it is very challenging to appropriately and holistically communicate the power and the specialness about what really happens inside a mastermind. And so I was like, oh my gosh, what better way can I have to really explain, not from my mouth, but from the mouth of those who participated in masterminds, what it really is, what it can really do for your business. And so I wanted to come to you live today with the amazing Allie Wiesel. Allie, thank you for joining me. Hello. Hi. Okay. So um, first, in order to set the stage for the experience that we're about to talk about, I would love for you to share a little bit about what your business is all about, what you do, and sort of kind of like give us a little bit of a landscape. Okay. So I am co-owner of Summit Business Team. We provide consolidated business services as far as like coaching and consulting, helping people from inception to growth, uh, start their business, uh, grow their business and maintain their business as far as their accounting is concerned, um, helping them with processes and procedures, payroll, tax filing, uh, you name it. We, we basically do it. And if we don't do it, we know someone who does. So we essentially just help provide that support for business owners in one place. So they're not having to go to all these different places to, to get that assistance. Um, so that's what I do. Very, very nice. You've been doing that for how long now? 
Um, I started myself in 2013, um, but I partnered with um, with Summit CPAs, which is a firm up here, um, at the beginning of 2017. So we've only been together as Summit business team for about a year, but I've been doing this uh, for probably about four years now. Wow. Very, very nice. Okay. So... Let's wind back the clocks of time to July of 2017, which at the time of this recording was about six, seven months ago. And um, you you and I started talking about the upcoming Biz Women Rock Mastermind. Tell me a little bit about where your business was and what life looked like for you right about then. <laughs> Ooh, uh, it was a, it was, it, it was a rough time. It was a rough time personally for me. Um, professionally, I mean, I had just experienced, um, the worst hiring and f- not even firing. I didn't even have to fire the person because they just left because it was such a horrible, horrible, awful experience. Um, I lost a few clients as a result of, you know, that whole situation. I, you know, I, I basically kind of biffed it when it came to um, hiring someone. They, it was just the wrong person, and um, things happened that um, that I just felt like I was trying to like gain regain control of my business, you know, fix all the things that had been kind of messed up, and and then create better processes and procedures, not just for hiring, but for maintaining client accounts and you know doing all that kind of stuff. So I was just kind of in a tizzy. Um, and then I, my uh, spouse and I had begun separating. Um, and so it was just, it was a heart wrenching and a difficult time, uh, professionally and personally. I just felt like I almost didn't do the mastermind because I was like, I I just, I don't even have the capacity at this point, you know? So it was, it was rough. It was a rough time to say the least. I really, part of me really wanted to, um, bring you on to give a little bit of voice to that about the fact, you know, I talk a lot about the fact that life is real. Y'all see me share about my life and sort of the constant management of it, but it's so real. And oftentimes, you know, I think we, as women don't, compartmentalize all of those parts of our lives. Like they all really flow together and we want them to flow together and to like really be stellar. Um, but there ain't no lion that they don't impact each other. Right. They, when, when personal life is kind of all in the muck, like it impacts business and vice versa. Precisely. Yeah. And when you're going through something like that, just having to be like, okay, I've got to run this business. I've got to take care of, you know, these kids. Cause you know, I have four kids. I've got to, you know, figure out what my living situation is going to be. I've got to figure out how to continue to make sure that I have an income. So it's just like, you know, all of those moving parts and trying to figure out how to do that while also having like, you know, daily mental breakdowns. It's just, you know, it was, uh, it was a challenge. <laughs> okay. Just put that on the checklist, you know, while having daily mental breakdowns, let me just add that to the list every day. <laughs> Apparently if we get out of bed in the morning, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, why did you end up coming on board to the masterminds? Because all those things are a lot of moving parts and any, anyone could have talked themselves into now's not the right time. So I really want you to address this because there may be a lot of other women out there thinking now's not the right time. Life is too crazy. I need to get things... I hear this so often. I need to get things in order before I go and do this. Why did, why did you choose not to do that? Why did you choose to participate in the masterminds and to commit to something that is a serious commitment while life was sort of in chaos around you? Um, well, one, I, um, am really bad at letting people down. So I felt like I'd already committed to it and I was like, well, no turning back now. Um, 
but also because my 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 industry is so male dominated and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it is my the reason why women do business and the reason why men do business is very, very different. You know, I grew up mostly around men, especially businessmen and their drive is mostly, you know, numbers and, uh, results and, you know, and, and usually just power and ego. Um, but I feel that women do business because they're passionate about what they do and I'm passionate about what I do and I didn't want to quit and I didn't want to give in to or succumb to the uh, bullshit and drama that was in my life at that time. And I was just like, I know that if I do this mastermind, that A, I'll have access to you as a resource to help keep me grounded during this time. Um, but also I'll have accountability where I can I can basically be like, I don't know. And, and there were so many things that you know, I was just like, I don't know how to manage this. I don't know how to manage my day. I don't know how to manage you know, dealing with these personal issues and then keeping it in a professional, you know, keeping myself on a professional level. And so I really craved that accountability. And I knew that the mastermind would, um, would provide that for me. And so I just, you know, I'm, I'm sure as you've gotten to know me, you know, that I'm just kind of a, like, I, I will just go into something just without any sort of like, I'll just blindly go into stuff and I'll be like, yeah, well, you know what? It's just, we'll figure it out. It'll just happen and <laughs> things will happen and it'll be great. And I'm just going to like free myself from expectation, free myself from anything and just go into this experience. Um, and I, I have zero regrets. So were you, did you have any hesitation at all or maybe even some unknowing around like, how am I even going to show up to a mastermind? Because I mean, in the same space of like, there's a ton of other stuff happening. Like, were th was there any fear in you of thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to have to show up so professionally. And so like, I'm going to have to work on this perfectly. And I don't, I don't know how to do that. Like, was there any hesitation or unknowing around what a hot seat might look like for you? Um, no, because I feel like you did an amazing job of, of really prefacing what the mastermind was going to be about. And I think like, especially after I've done like, you know, the live coaching session with you and stuff like that, I knew that I was going to be able to be vulnerable. Um, the fact that we signed those like, you know, non-disclosure agreement things beforehand, I knew it was going to be safe. And I knew that I, I trusted you. I really trusted your ability to create a group that was going to be the perfect mix of women that, oh, excuse me, that were going to essentially be able to be supportive and collaborate in a way that was going to be effective. I knew you weren't going to bring somebody in that was going to be like, oh, who's this bitch? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you're not, you know, Regina George, this isn't mean girls. Like we're professionals. And I, I trusted your, I trusted your ability to be able to do that, to be honest with you. And, and I have a lot of faith in you. So I really didn't think a whole lot of it, to be honest. I love it. Okay. So step forward into maybe the first couple of sessions, the first couple of, you know, meetings within the mastermind. Um, was there any particular experience or, um, just anything that sort of like, whoa, okay. Like hit you like, wow, that's either like, wow, that's really awesome. Or wow, I didn't expect that. And wow, this is like really pulling me in a different direction or showing me something I didn't know. Like talk about a moment like that, that was kind of like surprising to you. Um, I'd say the first hot seat that I had where I was just like kind of a blubbering mess. I 
never want to see that video. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because I do record all of the calls. (laughs) I know. I remember when it got posted into the Facebook, I was like, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that. uh, I'd like to just pretend that that never happened. Um, But it did. Um, But I just remember like, I was like, can I talk about this? And I remember at the time I was just like, like I said, I was having like daily breakdowns where I was having to like stop work because I couldn't focus or concentrate. And I was like, how do I keep being productive and effective while simultaneously dealing with this grief? You know, like, how do I do that? And one of, it was the the best hot seat because it really, um, I think what it really did was it allowed me to not only be vulnerable, which is something I had a huge problem with, um, you know, cause I like, you know, me, I've grew up with mostly boys and I'm super tough and I'm like, you know, whatever, like I can handle it. But I was like, I can't handle it. Help me. And, uh, and then. And that takes a really special space to be able to allow that to happen. Especially for someone like me who is not like just instantly vulnerable with people. I always want to like, you know, portray that I've got it going on and, and that I, and that I know what I'm doing, but you know, I came in there and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a wreck and I am just trying, I'm barely treading water and having everyone not only share their own personal stories of struggle and be like, I went through this, uh, this, you know, at this time. And I, you know, and, and, and having everyone share that and make it okay for me to not be okay. And then being like, okay, but in your not okayness, when are you okay? And I'm like, between the hours of 10 to two, you know? And I remember that was like my thing where I was like, I'm most productive between 10 and two. And, and I remember that was when you guys were like, okay, like then that's when you need to just buckle down and get as much done in those, in those times as possible. And then after that, take off and make sure you like, let your partner know that this is, this is what, this is your capacity right now. Like, don't try to push yourself or you're just going to, you know, make it worse. And that was probably one of the best uh, pieces of advice that I received was it was like, it was okay to not be okay. It was okay to structure my life around my grief at that point and, you know, not stay in that place you know, work towards maybe 10 to three or 10 to four, but, but not, you know, commit myself to an eight hour work day when I could barely even, you know, will myself to be out of bed in the morning. So, you know what I mean? So it was just, it was very, um, it was really nice to just kind of have, you know, people be like, Oh, you know, like we get it. Don't worry. We got you. Yeah, that yeah. was really, really nice. I was like, oh, okay. I don't I, have to be perfect. I mean, I just love that concept. And I, um, I, I love that living because that's so much a part of my message of like, you know, design a life that fits, design a business that fits your life. And this always evolving life absolutely encompasses more than our business. And so it constantly takes this like movement and fluidity with a with a combination of structure. I just love that because that's just such a beautiful embodiment of that message, which is like, you actually can, um, you have control over your business and therefore you have control over your life. So you can make that business fit into whatever you need it to be in those particular moments and seasons that you need it to be in. I just, I love that. So thank you for sharing that story. Well, yeah. And I think even now, 
you know, just to sort of build on that, you know, being able to say, okay, I can, I can do this within this time. And that gave me hope that I was like, I'm going to be productive. It may not be the way I want it to be. It may not look perfect in this moment, but I can get there. You know, this isn't forever. This is just for now while I'm dealing with this. And even right now, you know, I'm about to go through another season of change and bringing in a fifth child into my home and, and, um, you know, all the other things that are going on and being like, okay, because, because I, you know, because of what I learned this summer, um, bringing that into my new season now and saying, okay, now I need to sort of restructure myself again so that I'm, you know, able to deal with the new changes that are coming about. I feel like really it, it, it was a skill that wasn't just for that time, but it's one that I'm taking into my current situation and probably into future situations. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's talk about a, a, like a very practical before and after, like you described kind of like what business and life looked like in July of 2017. We just had our closing call last week where you each got to say, here's what my business and my life look like now. Give us that picture. What does that really look like? Give, give us some practicalities. I cannot even begin to describe the amount of change that has occurred. I wouldn't even say it's change because I feel like change means that it was one thing and then it morphed into something else, but it was more of just like this amazing transformation that I experienced, um, as a person, as a business owner, um, as a woman, as a mother. Um, I, I feel like, I think, I think I told you about this when I went to, um, the biz women rock retreat that, um, because I feel like that actually was kind of like, uh, I don't know. It was like the icing on the cake. It was the icing on the mastermind cake. It was just like <laughs> going to the retreat and then being face to face and really like sitting down and, 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 and dealing with these things because you can do a lot virtually, but when you're face to face with people, you can really like, you can really work some shit out. And I really worked some shit out and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still dealing with this cold. Um, and I think, you know, I've told you most of my life, I've felt like an out, outlier, you know, like we've already talked about how my, I'm an accountant. I sing, I'm heavily tattooed. I'm, you know, I'm just an outlier. I'm a weird, I'm a weird kid. I'm just weird. And everywhere I go, I always feel like I'm weird. I just feel very strange, you know, like I've, I just, I've always felt that way. And I feel like in the Biz Women Rock Mastermind, I instantly felt like I belonged. Um, going to the retreat, it was like I was in a group of outliers. That all of these women that I was sitting with were people who were just weird in their own cool way, and were brave in their own cool way. And and having that experience of being like, "Hey, you're brave and weird and cool too!" Like, "Hey, like, <laughs> out. and everybody was just so welcoming. There was no like. You know, because I mean, I've always had most of my friends growing up were males. So I, you know, I, I have always had a hard time really connecting with like females. I have an amazing group of female friends, but my best friend is the one who helps me navigate the, you know, world of, of uh, female relationships because <laughs> I'm blunt and I can be very rude. Um, <laughs> but being around these women and feeling like there was no clickiness, there was no there was no judgment. Like everyone was just so free of judgment in, in the mastermind and even going to, and meeting, you know, people from the mastermind at the retreat. It was just like, I feel like I finally, for the first time in my entire life, I feel like I know who the fuck I am. 
and I'm super stoked to be this person. And there's so many other people out there that are like me and I'm not weird. I mean, I'm weird, but you know, <laughs> but there's, but there's a group of us now. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> as, uh, as Heather Robertson divine, who is also a part of the masterminds, who's going to be on tomorrow's, uh, final, uh, live series. She says, you're my kind of nerd. I'm a nerd. And I'm a weird, <laughs> you're my kind of nerd, you know, uh, um, <laughs> Well, I, I want to know what that practically looks like. That is a massive transformation in and of itself. And you know, my, my, my most um, poignant lesson lately has been like the Kung Fu Panda story, which is that lesson of like, it's your job to be the best you, right? And so my job as a mastermind facilitator is to help you bring out the best version of you. And so it doesn't become about, am I fitting in? Am I supposed to be just like her? Am I supposed to do exactly that strategy that she talked about for her business on mine? It's, it's literally that inner transformation of, of really owning who, finding out who you are and being willing to do that work. And then like exercising that you-ness, if you will, right? So that's the way that the Kung Fu Panda trains and is able to teach Kung Fu. So um, tell me what that looked like in the practical sense, because that has very real practical implications on your business. Yeah. Well, and even on me personally, like this is the first time in my life, I really feel comfortable in my own skin, like growing up the way I did in the military, growing up, like always being the new girl and always moving and always having to like, sort of like morph myself or like assimilate to whatever environment I was in. I never felt like I really belonged or I never felt comfortable in my own skin. I felt like I always had to like be like other people so that people would accept me. And now it's like, I'm, I just feel like I really own myself. Like I really own who I am. I like who I am. Like, I, I feel like that's a, that's the huge transformation is that I'm like, I really like me. I really like what I'm about. I really like the things that I do. And I think the one thing that really opened my eyes to that, um, because I feel like as, as, as people, a lot of times, and, and especially I feel like even as women, we minimize our compliment, our accomplishments so much because, we feel like we're supposed to be comparing ourselves to, you know, lady A or lady B or, you know, whoever. And, um, to free myself of comparison and be like, I am my own standard. And then have the women that were in the mastermind sort of point out to me like, Hey, you started this business, like not that long ago, and you've already structured it to the point where you are out of the dailies and you don't have to be there every day. And you're making money, more money than most people who work 40 hours a week. And you don't have to work 40 hours a week to do that. And you're still able to be present for your children. And you're still able to have a gorgeous home and, you know, and, and have things, you know, it's like, I'm not rolling, but I mean, I, I'm doing very well considering the fact that I'm a single mom of four kids and about to take on a fifth. You know what I mean? Like, like what the hell? That's that's amazing. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. That's that's a big and deal. So now it's like, yeah, exactly. Like I'm like, I can do this. There's like, I feel like what you opened me up to was that the possibilities are endless. You know, like, I think I told you, I made this painting that said, I don't live in a world of limits. I live in a world of endless possibilities. And that if I do, if I plan correctly, if I strategize correctly, if I prioritize correctly, that I can achieve any goal that I set my mind to. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. <laughs> and uh, I just have nothing else to say about that because that's so foundational to everything that we do. You know, like I can talk practicalities. I can talk about 
you know, growth in revenue, growth in team, um, you know, how, what your systems and processes look like. And they all look, they look really good. I mean, you, you heard her say, and it's absolutely true. Like she does not have to, she's not in the dailies. (laughs) And so she can get busy being the CEO of the company full time and really work on growing the business in very strategic ways and not in the weeds of the, that, hustle and you know what that what that really is is just chasing the next dollar basically or trying to like do the work while she's trying to go get the work you know but the point of the matter is is that all of that stuff gets impacted by that core sense of confidence that core sense of you-ness that core sense of like dude i i got this and so much of that is in what the ladies and fellow mastermind members do for you which is they reflect back who you are like Allie, do you, do you get that you've done that? Do you get that that's like a kind of not normal at this stage at your age? You know, like, do you get that that's actually a pretty cool thing? And so it is, you know, I'm, I'm such an advocate of the fact of like constantly giving ourselves pats on back on our own back, because it's like, we forget what we're doing because we're like very ambitious and we're constantly like, boom, no, we're headed in that direction. And so we forget about, Oh, I just did that. Oh, I just did that. And we sort of slough it off. Like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, of course we would do that because we're accomplished and very ambitious women. But there's a very real thing called, no, you did that. That's great. Let's honor that. And that's pretty amazing. One of the pieces of the whole process that I have during that hour is at the very top of the hour, um, talking about a win. And I do that very strategically because we are so forward thinking and so moving at hundred miles a minute that we're just like, okay, we accomplish, we accomplish, we accomplish, like move on. And it really is just a brief, you know, little time to just say, no, let me stop and acknowledge what I actually did. And that's pretty big. And there were so many times in this past year's mastermind where, you know, somebody was saying, oh, and I did that. And then all of us were like, what? Like, hang on a second. What? What did you do? <laughs> that's kind of a big deal. And to have that is so powerful because it really drives it home, that sense of confidence, that sense of I can do it. And the sen- and when you have that, then it becomes that sense of anything is possible. Like literally anything that I can think up, I can do, right? Exactly. Exactly. There's I just no that. limit. So talk a little bit about that sisterhood. Talk a little bit about the secret society, the connection with your fellow mastermind members. You did not know one single soul when you entered. Um, you didn't have like the, a buddy in arms that you were like, yes, let's do this together. You really didn't know anyone. Thankfully you trusted me and all of the other ladies trusted me to bring together the right group of people. Um, which is why I, part of the reason why I do this series is because I want the right people to be attracted to it who are like, yes, I need it. And I just want to like figure out how it works. Right. Um, talk, you didn't know anyone, but talk to me about the relationships that transpired. Talk, talk to me about that sisterhood. I mean, I, I just feel so privileged, honestly, like just privileged to have met all of these women, um, you know, and then to meet Tina, for example, um, in person at the retreat and, and also to be able to connect with somebody who in the beginning, you know, she confessed that she was just like, we are so different, but to be able to, you know, but the thing is she actually spoke so much. I mean, I've actually rewatched like her talking to me in our final like gratitude ceremony multiple times because I feel like she encompassed the way, like she verbalized the way I have felt my entire life in that last ceremony where she was just like, you are so misunderstood. 
And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, like, no, not dumb. And people like, you know, when you feel misunderstood, it's hard to like convey that to people. It's hard to be like, no, 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 but you don't understand me. You don't understand who I am. Like, you know, and that is something I have felt forever. You know, it's just that feeling of being misunderstood, like completely misunderstood. And these women gave me a chance, you know, and, and really just love, I mean, Heather always supports my weird and Kim is just always like, she and I were just like kindred spirits where I was like, girl, you know, cause we're both like, well, we've got so much going on. We've got so much personally, so much professionally. And so it was just like really just, you know, connecting with them having this amazing space to be vulnerable and be safe in our vulnerability. And then, and then having them, especially because, you know, I'm, I'm younger. I'm, I think I was the youngest in the group, you know, and I know I'm a little baby in business, but having these women just look at me and be like, like, you're, you're fucking cool, man. Like you got this, like, keep going, like keep striving, like you're brave. You, you know what I mean? And just having that weekly support where I'm just like, you know, there were some days where I was like, I just don't even know how I'm going to go on. And they're like, no, you don't have an option. Like you're going to go, you're going to do it. You're going to keep striving because you're amazing. And they would send me little messages, you know, every once in a while about, you know, just, just encouraging me and having that encouragement and having that sisterhood just really meant a lot to me. Like I said, like I didn't have a lot of that, you know, especially growing up, I didn't have a lot of you know, close like female friends that were very supportive because I was always the new girl. Um, I also graduated in a class of five people and went to a tiny little school in the jungle. So, I mean, at one point I was the 10th grade. <laughs> so, uh, I was my own best friend for a long time. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like, I, I've never had that. And I've never been with people who have been so supportive of my, my position as an outlier in society and have just like, just totally like encouraged my unapologetic desire to rock this shit. It was cool. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to take just a, just a minute or two to, um, for those of you who might have questions about like, well, how does it actually work? What are the logistics? I want to go ahead and address that. And you will see in the copy of, um, this live or on the show notes page, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you will see a link to apply for the masterminds. And, um, that application, basically just tells me that you're interested and you and I are then going to get on a call to talk to make sure that I know where you are in your business right now and to make sure that it is actually the right resource for you. As Ali mentioned, and as all the girls have mentioned, I put a lot of time and energy and care into making sure that all the women coming together are the perfect fit and really do um, add value for one another and ultimately for the group and, and, and that it ultimately feeds every single one of them and what their big needs are right now. And so I, there is a lot of conversations that I'm having right now to make sure that it actually is the best thing for you. So go ahead and fill out the application. Let me know that you're interested and we'll keep on talking. Quick rundown of how it works and a little bit about the actual logistics of it. Um, so... It is a six-month program. I deliberately have the intention of having a six-month program because I feel like it's a very digestible amount of time to like put some serious focus in on your business. Um, and every we meet for an hour every single week out of those six months. Typically, there's like one or two holidays that fall within there, okay? So uh, a little, uh, little break there usually, but every single week other than that. The first and the last session of those six months look very different than what I'm about to explain. And I'll talk about those a little later. 
But generally speaking, that one hour is very specifically structured. So I will deliberately get online. We meet virtually via Zoom. So everyone can connect no matter where they are. We literally were in like all four corners of the U.S. this year. <laughs> um, and so you, we basically come online. I, you know, will have the meeting open early so everyone can kind of come on and chat and just want to talk to each other and catch up. And then at the hour is when we actually start the formal process. I intentionally have a formal process. This is not like, hey, let's like come together and sort of casually talk about who needs something today and we're going to help you out. Um, because I want to maximize that time that we're using. I want to maximize the results that everyone gets to walk away with. Therefore, the structure typically looks like this. The first round is just sort of a check-in. And so everyone has a specific amount of time. Let's say it's about two to three minutes to go around and literally every single woman checks in and says, Hey, here's what, here's my update professionally. Here's my update personally. Here's how I did on the goal that I set for myself last week. Check-in accountability. And here's a big win that I had. Remember that that absolute desire uh, to always have that positive lens, lens to always recognize what we have accomplished so we don't sit here and think that we've accomplished nothing, right? To really put in and anchor that recognition. Then the vast majority of that hour then gets dedicated to a hot seat. So during the hot seat, you heard us allude to the hot seat before. The hot seat is the 100% focus on one particular person who's a part of the mastermind. And whatever your issue, challenge, or idea happens to be for that particular time period of your business, right? So that hot seat is divided into three different parts. The first part is, hey, X amount of minutes for you to just tell us what it is we can best help you with. I will say at this point that there have been a few times throughout a six-month period where somebody like Allie has come to the hot seat, and I think that you actually had this one time, which was like, I don't really know what to talk about. Like, things are kind of going well, and everything's good. At which point, I make sure to follow this process because something always comes out of it. We always sort of start digging into stuff and finding what actually is sort of going on and what actually can be worked on. And usually, it's the participant in the hot seat that ends up t- discovering it for themselves. Like, yeah, actually, that's th- that's definitely what I want to work on, right? <laughs> um, so... Uh, so there's a certain amount of time in phase one of the hot seat where you are just sitting there and explaining and telling the group what it is you want to be working on, why you want to work on it, what's the scenario now, whatever it is, okay? The second phase then becomes uh, clarifying questions. It's a questions round. And the reason that we immediately get into questions is because we are all very hard-driving women. And don't you know that we know the exact perfect answer for you? Uh, it's very easy for us to spot out the perfect answers for you, but... Before we do this, I force you to ask questions of the person in the hot seat because it does two things. Number one, it forces us as the fellow master <clears throat> participants to become a lot more clear about what is what is and is not part of what you're really talking about. It allows us to chisel away at what is it you really need help with, what has worked before, what hasn't worked before, um, all that sort of stuff. The second um, side of that is it actually helps you as the person in the hot seat to hear these questions and to answer them and to get a little more clear yourself about what it is you really do want or what ideas you might actually have. So it actually just whittles away so we can get down to the real nitty gritty of how to provide you solutions. And that is the final round that we go into within the hot seat is the solutions round. During the solutions round, you as the hot seat participant are just sitting there and you are listening and you are 100% ingesting all of these ideas and solutions that are coming at you while another mastermind participant, one of your sisters are sitting there and they're writing out 
I, I'm doing this, but it's actually this typing away. They are typing away all of the notes um, that everyone is giving you. So they're capturing um, in our chat that eventually gets put into our secret Facebook group. They're capturing all of those ideas so that you don't have to worry about remembering them right then and there. You don't need to worry about capturing them on a piece of paper. I want you to be fully present for all of those solutions that are coming to you, okay? So that then ends our hot seat round. And then we go into our final round, which is just the final commitment round. So that is, okay... Everyone gets, you know, a minute or two to go around and say, here's what I'm committing to for the next week. Okay. Here's what I'm committing to. Here's the goal that I have for between now and next week. And then that concludes our rounds. Now, it's worthwhile to note that there is a secret Facebook group, as I mentioned before, that is dedicated for every single mastermind group. And it is so that you can use it as you need it to keep the conversations happening throughout the week. And so if there's something you need uh, like more opinions on, if there's something that you need some feedback on that you got suggested to create, that is the place to do it. It is very, very powerful. So anyway, so that are, those are the logistics of how the masterminds actually work. Obviously, at the front end, those that start, starter session has a lot of like, I make everyone show up with homework as to like what you envision for your business in six months, what kind of goals you want to set for yourself so we can make sure that we are doing the work throughout that time to uh, hold that barometer uh, up against where you say you are so we can make sure to, to stay in line with everything that's going on. So, Allie, is there anything that you would like to add before we close to anyone listening and watching who are, is like thinking like, dude, I want to make some serious moves in my business. I really want some serious results to happen in my business over these next six months. Is this thing right for me? So for anyone listening or watching who might be like, hmm, this is kind of like sounding a little bit interesting. I don't know. Do you have any last words for, for those ladies? Um, first, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, somebody apparently is knocking at my door and I'm like, what in the world? I heard um, that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not answering that. And I don't know. It's like, don't you just men's voices outside. So I'm like, this would be an interesting live event. <laughs> um, you, I feel like anybody who wants to join a mastermind or is even just like, um, considering it, toying with the idea, I feel like it was the best investment um, I've made in my business in a long time. And um, I don't know, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't regret any of it. And it just, I feel like I would not be where I'm at now. I wouldn't have had the balls to do half of the stuff that I've done if it wasn't for this mastermind, to be honest. I love that. Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you for being a part of it. And I'm so excited. You are going to be joining us in the 2018 Masterminds. Watch out, world. Uh, just continuing to up our game. So thank you all for joining us live here in Facebook. And thank you for listening um, here on the podcast. If you have any questions about the Biz Women Rock Mastermind, feel free to reach out to me and to comment um, or to fill out the application and let me know that you're interested and we will continue the conversation. Make sure it's the right thing for you in your business to make the serious up-leveling that you are meant to make this year. Thank you so much for being here.